This is Revel, and you are listening to Rockin' Radio. My guests today are Food Matters producers James Colhoun and Laurentine Tenbush. The DVD Food Matters sets about uncovering the trillion-dollar worldwide sickness industry and exposes a growing body of scientific evidence proving that nutritional therapy can be more effective, more economical, and less harmful and less invasive than most conventional medical treatments. I would say as far as uh, most diseases go, it's probably just about every medical treatment. But I'm going to say for timeline clarity, today is August 12th. 2008, so don't be confused by events mentioned on this program because I expect this program will be around for quite some time. So James and uh, Laurentine, we won't hear from Laurentine because we're on one line, (laughs) not immediately anyway. So James, welcome. Welcome, Rebel. Hey, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's really great to be here. Oh, you're very welcome. And I want to let everybody know you're calling in from Australia. Yeah, that's correct. We're... um currently just located at the minute on the Sunshine Coast, which is about an hour north of Brisbane on uh-huh. the on the east coast of Australia. So, beautiful day here today. Is it winter down there? It is winter down here, yeah, so it's cool, but we have very clear skies this part of the world in winter, which is great. Oh, okay. I've got 90 degrees here in Southern California. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll be over there in, in the not-too-distant future, so we're hoping to be over there in uh, now, will you you know, be going this, to the Ross, December. Will you be going to the Ross Spirit Festival? Um, yeah, we're planning on being there for sure. We've got um, Kerry, one of the girls working with us. She's um, she's uh, setting everything up for us. That's uh, September 12th to 14th, yeah? Yes, it is, and I'll be there doing the rock and radio thing, so be sure to look me Fan- up. Fantastic. We'll keep an eye out for you for sure. Yeah, I'll have my uh, rock and radio T-shirt on and um, my husband following along with me doing the engineering. Excellent. excellent. Yeah, I'm all excited. Never been to one. <laughs> All right, so let's let, let's look a little background of uh, on you and why. What prompted the making of this movie? Well, we, Laurentia and I were studying nutrition through the Global College of Natural Medicine, which is which is currently based in, in Santa Cruz. And when we were studying through there, we, we, we'd actually taken quite an interest in nutrition, um, you know, raw food nutrition, whole food nutrition, for for quite a number of years prior to to formalizing our studies through the college and um, you know after continuing our studies through there we were just so surprised that that this life-saving information about nutrition as a therapy and you know as a preventative aspect um, for for lifestyle is not more widely known and I guess that prompted us into initially starting work on a book uh, which then sort of flowed into to a film and um, you know, the, the, we saw the medium of film as being a as, as a perfect sort of uh, medium for us to deliver this information to a lot of people uh, quickly and easily. So it's it's proving to be that at the moment, and we hope we can deliver this message to many more people as we as we move forward. And so, what was your food program like as a kid? Oh well, my diet as a child was growing up in Australia um, was sort of a typical uh, standard Australian diet, which is. <laughs> Got the same acronym as the standard American diet. I mean, it was quite a lot of a lot of meat, um, a lot of dairy products, um, and these were these were the uh, the nutritional guidelines, you know, thumped into us by government and by you know regulatory bodies who obviously have you know a vested interest in you know promoting their their programs. Um, but I guess you know for for the most part, you know, people. Who only you know receive their sort of guidance from these institutions don't 
know any better and I have no one to blame my, my parents neither for, for that situation and uh, I guess it was an, an awakening for us to, to find out some of the, the real information behind nutrition and discover some of the, the leaders who have been paving the way in real food nutrition for, for many years now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after discovering that information, we made obviously a radical shift in the way we were eating and the way we were interacting with our planet through food. And, you know, that spawned, spawned the film. And, you know, now, you know, the parents that were feeding, my parents who were feeding me the, the standard Australian diet, uh, which is obviously, as I mentioned, so similar to the standard American diet, are now, you know, 80% raw, you know, along here with us as well on the program. So, you know, it's, it's really fantastic how with, with the birth of the internet and, and, and the information exchange that happens on there every day, we can get this information out there in a big way. So what has changed for you since you changed your food program? Well, I think it's changed everything in my life. And I like, you know, David Wolf talks so much about how the food we eat, you know, reflects in everything from, from our architecture to, to, you know, the, the words we use to the poetry, we, you know, poetry, poetry and, you know, artists' expressions. And I think for us, I mean, the food has changed, you know, how we think. And it's really led us down a path of uh, seeking, you know, more fulfillment in life through being able to add value to people's lives. And I think, you know, by creating Food Matters, you know, as as the film, you know, we're in a position where we can, you know, really add value to a lot of people's lives and, you know, take this information to people in a quick and, and easily digestible manner. And that is, that's one of the, the, one of the greatest gifts we feel we've been given through, you know, through having this awakening through food. Mm-hmm. And so... Personally, what did you go through as far as, say, any physical changes? Did you eliminate excess weight or uh, go through any detoxification or anything of that nature? Well, Revel, I mean, for me personally, I, I've i never really had a weight problem. I've always been, I've had this hyper-fast metabolism. I've always been very active. But that doesn't mean to say I've had, um, you know, perfect health. I mean, I, I distinctly recall one of the big turning moments for me was I used to have severe acid reflux problems and you know this was ongoing for quite a period of time and, and I'd, I'd been to my local doctor my family doctor and had been prescribed you know some anti anti-acid medication to you know to suppress the acid secretion in my stomach and was on these medications and I was actually away um, you know on holidays and I didn't have access to a you know re- repeat subscription and the and after I stopped taking the pill, the, 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 obviously the, the reflux came right back. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Am I going to have to take these pills for the rest of my life? And, you know, it came across a little bit, you know, the, the birth of the information that we've, we've got about, you know, raw food nutrition and whole food nutrition. And, you know, in particular at that point in time, acid-alkaline balance. And I looked at my diet and I realized that I was completely over-acid. And that is just, you know, a side effect of that is having these, you know, horrible reflux problems. So, mm-hmm. you know, I went on a... You know, I eliminated all meat and dairy from my diet, and went went on a like a, an alkaline cleanse program. And since that day, I've never had an acid reflux problem, and that was probably seven or eight years ago now. So, the you know that that in itself was a huge turning point for me, and it's something small, but for everybody, it's different. It might be losing thirty pounds. It might be you know, discovering how easy it is to fix an acid reflux problem or it might be overcoming heart disease or cancer. But I think for each person, it's a, it's a very real experience and it's very personal. And it's been, it's been powerful for us and that journey's continued to grow. We've helped, helped a lot of people and it's really, really powerful for us. Yeah, now that you bring that up, in um, 
your your film Food Matters, it, at one point they say it's too simple to work. And I found that in my work that a lot of the simplest things work way better than the drugs and, and the more complicated things. So it seems that that's what you found too. Absolutely. I think... We're returning the message to, you know, to that which, you know, probably your grandpa and grandma told you and, and their grandparents told them, you know, it's just return to the earth. We need to be looking at how we're growing our food, how we're producing our food, where our food comes from and getting it in a whole, you know, raw, organic, as raw and organic and as, po- as possible so that we can, you know, nourish the cells of our body in a way that, that's been designed by nature, by God. You know? And I think that as we return closer to nature, we're going to to not suffer from, you know, the same pains and illnesses and, and stresses that we as a modern society have built up. And, and it's testament by those cultures that exist where they don't have these problems. And, um, and that is, you know, it's really powerful for us to be able to help deliver that message along with the other great teachers and the, the great people out there in the community, a lot of them who you've interviewed who are doing the same. And I think... We're really excited to work with everybody to help, you know, have that message heard as loudly as possible to as many people who may not have heard it before. Yeah, absolutely. I, I had a real awakening when watching your, your video here, Food Matters, because at one point they mentioned, and, and I'd heard this before, but I never made the connection, that food basically travels. Your produce tends to travel a lot, especially in certain areas. I mean, like here in Southern California where it's warm, I can go to farmers markets and I can buy food that was picked the night before. But where a lot of people are, you the food travels for miles and miles and miles and it's probably 4 to 7 days old by the time it gets to their supermarket. And so they're already losing about from what you said in the film was like 40% of the nutrients are already gone. Absolutely. And and that is something that is um you know, people think, okay, well, I'm going to buy more fruits and vegetables, and they go down to their their supermarket and and do just that. But I mean, even that alone, they're not they're not taking into consideration, you know, the travel time and you know the loss of nutrients and even the loss of nutrients from the farming practices as well, which happens before the food's even picked. So, what I, what our films, what Food Matters highlights is is the importance of you know trying to source food that's you know as local as possible, you know, as close to the source as possible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, seasonal as well is important because, you know, our seasons and, and the temperate climate that we live in, the, the climates that we live in, depending on where we are in the world, uh, produce certain, you know, fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds and legumes. And, and they, you know, they are specific to to our local area. And it's really important to honor that and to honor the soil of, of the community that, that you live in. Yeah, and also to support the, the farmers and, their, and, and everything. I mean... Anyway, we'll be back in a flash with uh, James Colhoun and uh, Food Matters. Hi, and welcome back to Rockin' Radio. In case you haven't heard, the second edition of my book, Smoothies and Smoothies for Life, based on the raw food lifestyle, is now out as a beautiful soft cover with four color photos and as an ebook. I've added more recipes, two new sections, one about health properties of the ingredients in the book, and 138 common health conditions and potential natural relief using the recipes in the book. I guarantee a container of smoothies every day will change your life. Now, check out my sizzling summer special where you can purchase a soft cover copy of Smoothies and Smoothies for Life together with Mike Anderson's 100-minute DVD eating for just $19.95. 
To do this, go to my website, revelations.com, and that's with two V's and two L's, and go shopping. The special ends on August 31st, 2008, so which is about two weeks from today, or from the day you, uh, <laughs> from the day this is being uh, uploaded anyway. And remember to surrender to the blender for optimal health. And also please take the time to check out my websites, revelations.com, where you can sign up for my weekly revelations. When you'll do, you'll receive my latest ebook, 10 Most Asked Questions About Raw Food, Find out about my teleclasses or my books, Revolutionize Your Life in 30 Days, a self-empowering playbook, and Smoothies and Smoothies for Life. And also books I recommend from Amazon.com and more. To find my podcast, including this one, you can go to Revel.com. And of course, that's with two V's and two L's. My guest today is James Calhoun and uh, Laurentine Tenbosch is there somewhere. I don't know if I, we're going to get a chance to chat with her. I hope so. And we are talking about their new latest DVD called... Food Matters, and uh, you can go to our website, rockinradio.com, to pick it up. I'd appreciate it to support this, uh, support us and uh, Rock and Radio. But you can also go to their website, foodmatters.tv. It's all one word, foodmatters.tv. Welcome, James. Hi, how's it going? It's great to be here with you. <laughs> well, it's my pleasure having you. This is an interesting uh, film. I, I took like seven pages of notes because there's a lot of stuff in here. Now, tell us who is on this uh, DVD. What are their, what are their, what's their backgrounds? Why did you choose them? Well, the, the, the reason we chose the people in the DVD is partly because, I mean, we've studied them and looked up to their research and the work they've done in the community and with, within their clinical practices, um, you know, for, for a number of years. So, you know, taking it sort of, talking you through some of the people in the film. Um, first of all, we have Andrew Stahl. He's one of the main contributors to the film. Um, he runs a great website called DrYourself.com, and you can get a, get a link to that through our Food Matters page. And his focus is on what's called an ultramolecular approach, which is using nutrients, using you know, vitamins and minerals, um, as opposed to drugs, to, to reversing and, and correcting the imbalances within the body and, and returning the body to normal function. And that's, you know, in the form of, you know, raw, whole, organic food, um, and, in, and in some cases using, you know, supplements as well. So that's Andrew Stall, and he's a really great contributor. Um, additionally, we have the, the, the famous David Wolf, who we all, all love, and, and David is just fantastic. We love the work he's done with, with raw food and, you know, the raising of awareness he's made with, uh, with returning to a natural as possible diet. And... Um, He's an excellent contributor to the film, and it's, it's really great to have him on board. Additionally, we have Philip Day from the United Kingdom. Um, Philip is an investigative journalist, and um, he's, he's an author to many books. Um, Philip Day runs a publication company called Credence, and his speciality is really in uncovering you know, the, the economics behind the sickness industry and why this huge industry is, is concerned primarily in profiting from your illness as opposed to really helping you get well. And, and his focus is the same with, with all the other teachers, you know, raw, whole, organic, plant-based foods to, to you know, preventing and reversing chronic disease. Um, Jerome Byrne, he's an investigative journalist and medical health journalist for The Guardian in the UK. We have uh, Victor Zines, a holistic dentist from New York, who's fantastic. Additionally, we have Charlotte Gerson of the Gerson Institute, which I'm sure a lot of the people in your area might know. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, we have Professor Ian Brighthope, and he's a professor from uh, Monash University in Australia here, and 
he's a very big um, advocate of uh, a preventative approach to, to health and wellness. So he's, he's great, and uh, we've got a, a wonderful team in our film. We're very, very privileged. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I was very impressed with all of the people speaking. They each had their own take, but it was very similar. And uh, David is looking darn good, I'll tell you. Um, oh, that, that's great. Yeah, David is fantastic. We really <laughs> love him. It was, it was great to connect with David and, and to now stay in touch with him. And what we found fascinating was although these, these teachers came from many varying backgrounds, from holistic dentists to you know, clinically qualified surgeons and, and professors and MDs and naturopathic doctors, they all had the same message. And this was fascinating to our production because... Um, we weren't expecting all of them to agree so succinctly on, on the key points we bring up in our film. And there's definitely a, a common message there for people, whether you're looking for an answer to, you know, a chronic illness such as, you know, even mental illness, depression, you know, diabetes, anxiety, heart disease or cancer, or if you're looking to prevent these illnesses or even lose a lot of weight. You know, the, the key points are precisely the same every time. It's fantastic for us to learn. Yeah. Yeah, and what was interesting, what's always interesting to me that my feeling is if you can cure, and I'm not saying go into regression or whatever they call it, if you can cure cancer, which seems to be the most difficult because they tend to use the most outrageous, quote-unquote, um, medicine. <laughs> I mean, I can't even, you can't even call chemotherapy and radiation as medicine, but... The doctors tend to use that on this, on cancer. And if you can just cure it by changing your food program, how miraculous is that? It's it's absolutely fantastic. And, I mean, in, in all these cases, there is a little bit of a multifaceted approach. But food is the core aspect of that approach. Mm-hmm. And changing your food and then obviously looking at psychological aspects, you know, meditation, stress reduction, exercise, which is, different for, for each particular illness and, and nutrient programs. It's, it, it is really fascinating. And as Andrew Saul, one of the teachers in Food Matters, says, you know, to look at the cure tells us something of the cause. And I think that's a very profound statement. And it, and it helps us to look at if we can reverse these illnesses with, with a natural diet and with the detox, natural detoxification processes, you know, and some... some assistive, you know, therapies such as meditation and, and yoga and these sorts of breath work. Um, you know, obviously, you know, his point is the cause of these illnesses has a lot to do with not getting those facets right in our lifestyle up until that point. Yeah, and I think it makes a lot of sense and I think people would tend to agree a lot with that and I think it offers people a lot of hope and we're at the point now where there's been a lot of work done in this field. There's a lot of research, there's a lot of study, and there's thousands, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of success stories, which we're getting flooding in every day to our, our website. And that is really powerful for people who are, who are looking for answers. And I think, and I really hope and pray that our message can be part of that answer and we can help, you know, combine that with a lot of other research that's been done and a lot of other professionals in the field and, and have this message heard in a big way, so that this is the new way we look at health in the future. And I agree totally. And, and there, there were a couple things that have been brought up, and one of them, and this is something I, I go out and actually speak to people, and one of the things I say is the American Cancer Society will never admit 
that there's already a cure for cancer, and neither will the um, Heart Association. And I said this, James didn't. So if you want to, you know, if anybody wants to sue, somebody hits me. <laughs> Don't think about it, okay? But anyway, and, and to me, it's it's this um, whole thing that that was brought up too is about the government. People want the government to be responsible for their health, and that, especially in America, will never happen. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I mean, in every Western country in the world, just about, it's not going to happen because. As we all know, for the most part, you know, governments have responsibilities to, you know, many different, you know, facets of, of organizations and individuals. And and as we're seeing, especially in the healthcare industry, we're seeing a, you know, a, a tendency for, you know, governments to be lobbied, you know, lobbied to for, for from pharmaceutical companies and other boards who have vested interests in, in obviously profiting from disease. And that's that's the main problem we have with our healthcare system, whether it be in Australia or the United Kingdom or throughout Europe or, or in America, is that you know companies are interested in profiting from our illness as opposed to helping us get well. You know, and as you mentioned just before, these these cures, um, well, at least approaches that work far better than conventional therapy have existed for years, and. That they're not in circulation and being used in a conventional environment is testament to the fact that obviously, well, there's no money in it, and um, you know companies can't make exclusive profits off it. You can't you can't patent an apple and make exclusive profits off selling a local raw organic apple, mm-hmm. but you can patent a drug and you can sell a drug, and that drug might have the same impact on your body you know, or a lot, lot more detrimental um, than the apple. And, and it's, it's this concept of, um, you know, it's this concept of the economics behind the health industry. And this is really where we look in food matters to help people understand why they haven't been offered these alternatives and additionally help them understand the power that, and, and the, the success that these alternatives are already achieving. Yeah, and we're going we're gonna to have to go into this just a little bit more when we come back in a moment. Hi, this is Revel. I'm back with Rockin' Radio. Uh, remember to check out cafepress.com slash revelations to check out some beautiful T-shirts, bags, and stuff, and uh, so you get to play with your fruits and <laughs> surrender to the blender T-shirts, and I've got all kinds of fun things there. This segment is also brought to you by Raw Spirit Festival. Come discover ancient wisdom and the latest findings from the greatest minds in healthy eco or eco-living, however that's pronounced. Um, you can find the link on rockinradio.com. I will be there, as will my engineer, Bo. This segment of Rockin' Radio is also brought to you, R.V. Robinson. Speak your way to wealth. Whether you're a business owner, entrepreneur, or service professional, even if you have zero speaking skills, you can make a living every time you open your mouth, even if you've never spoken in public before. The link for that, of course, will be on rockinradio.com this year. Uh, Bo and I will be presenting there, so please join us. Love to have you. My guest today is Food Matters producer, James Colquhoun, and um, fascinating, fascinating movie. Uh, for any of you who are having any difficulty with health, you've got to see this because uh, it's just got some, I mean, this is stuff that I have been studying for 30 years. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay, this is very cool. 
But let's let's look at the what people call in America our health system, which of course you said in here that um, the sickness industry. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it is indeed an industry. It's a sickness industry. Yeah, you've got to be sick in order to use it, and then they make you sicker because they give you the stuff that that uh, is not going to help you. In a, in a, I mean, our, as I said in the film, and something I always say too is your body is not drug deficient. <laughs> None Absolutely. of ourselves is made up of these drugs. These diseases are not caused by a deficiency of drugs. <laughs> no, it's not. And giving ourselves drugs doesn't doesn't change anything. What What do you think? Just out of curiosity, what would you think if people actually took responsibility? If all of a sudden, like this huge wave of people just said, "You know what? I'm tired of taking drugs. I'm tired of being sick. I'm tired of being afraid of being sick. So I'm going to take responsibility for myself." And I'm going to start eating raw organic food at least 75% every day. So what do you think would happen to the American Cancer Society and the American Heart Association and the Run for the Cure? Do you think the whole American economy would collapse? <laughs> I think there would be a huge shake-up. And I think, um, and it, you know, it would be a scary proposition to, to think about because we've in essence, relied on and, you know, had been preached to by these organizations for so long now. And and for the walls of their safe houses to crumble down when people actually realize what's going on would be, you know, a scary, but I think it would be a really exciting thing to happen. And I think there'd be a huge shift in consciousness. It'd have to take a huge shift in consciousness for it to happen. Exactly, and that's what we think. I mean, this, this is a paradigm shift, what we're talking about here. I mean, we're talking about food, but in essence, it's a shift in psychology. We need to change how we think about food. We need to change how we think about illness and disease for anything to happen. And and if if we were to see a shift that large in just, say, in America, for example, you know, this, as, as Andrew Saul in our film says, the stock market would tremble. If everyone were well, you know, the stock market would tremble. You know, this, these, these industries are designed to thrive on illness and disease. And their interest is in not curing you. Their interest is in keeping you alive long enough so that you can continue to purchase their, their product. And if there were a cure for cancer, the cancer industry wouldn't exist because everyone would be cured. You know, it, it's, it's about being on a program that lasts for a long period of time that, you know, that, that you know, costs a significant amount of money. And, you know, it would be, it would be a huge shift. And I, I'm, I'm, I'll be excited by the day when it happens, and I, I just hope that we can help to affect a continued change among, among the mindset of people in the community so that we can help to, to help people to realize that there's, there's no need to suffer. We don't need to be suffering from these illnesses. We need to take control of our health. And we need to do what we can to support our own body and our own body's immune system. Yeah, and I think a big part of that comes down to trusting that your body knows what it's supposed to do. One, one of the most telling things in, I think it was in your film, uh, was how six uh, cancer strikes people approximately six to ten times in their lifetime. And what stops it from becoming full-blown cancer where they can actually detect it is the immune system and supporting the immune system and getting off the drugs. <clears throat> but you know, you know what's really interesting to me is that we immediately, as 
parents, well, not me immediately, but many parents immediately give their child over to a doctor and they get the prescribed drugs, which people think is supposed to keep the children from having quote-unquote childhood illness. Mm. I, think, I think that might be something you want to look into in your next uh, film. Absolutely. We're very interested in looking into child health, uh, um, immunization, you know, nutrition before, during, after pregnancy. I mean, this is, this is the key formative areas of our life. And I think if we can help to affect change in, you know, adults and in, and in, and in, and in teenagers, but in additionally in children, then we can really see some, some changes moving forward to our society. And that would be one of the most fulfilling things that, that we could do if we could impact, impact people on that scale. Well, I can see you doing it now with Food Matters because a lot of parents are going to see that and, and share it with their children who are getting married, who are getting pregnant. Absolutely, and that's happening already. We're getting, you know, people change their diets and like, oh my God, I can't believe that I've been feeding this, this, this food or non-food to my children. And they feel shocked that they haven't known about this. They feel shocked that they... They, they, that they may have been potentially poisoning their children and, and suppressing their child's immunity and their resistance to, to disease. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and the other thing is that, I can't remember what you said, it was like a $6 billion, or it, it's a multi-billion dollar process. And my question always is, the kind of money that the American Heart Association, these are just two organizations and the American Cancer Society receive millions if not billions of dollars every single year and how long have they been around and they can only come up with the same things. I know, I know. Where is the money flowing? And this is where we need to look at and it's absolutely fascinating. To know, for example, that that Dr. Dean Ornish, which is brought up in Food Matters and and some of his concepts through Andrew Saul is, is talking about this, that we can prevent and even reverse chronic end-stage heart disease which is, and stop people from having surgery just through diet and lifestyle is, is fascinating. So we can, we can reverse heart disease with diet and lifestyle and we've known that this technology exists and we, we've known it exists for, for a long period of time and yet each year we're doing, you know, Hundreds of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars. If I think it, even billions of dollars actually quoted in the film, I, I forget the billions, uh, the yeah, number. Yeah, each mm-hmm. year of, of bypass surgery that can be completely reversed by diet and lifestyle, and that is is fascinating to me. Where, where is the money going, and why is it, it exists in these circles when we know it can be reversed by diet and lifestyle? And why do people keep supporting this instead of supporting themselves? One of the things that was also brought up in the film was. People are more interested in buying a new house and a new car than purchasing organic raw food for themselves and their families. Well, it's a, it, it, David Wolf brings this up, and I think it was really important for us to, to, to include this in the film, is, is it's, it's, a, it's a huge example to set, and, it's, and, it's, and, it, and it can be received with some challenge. But um, what we have, and what he talks about, is a values inversion, where we simply are more concerned with buying the, the latest gizmo or, or the latest um, the house or, or the latest car in comparison to investing um, money in our health through buying raw organic plant-based foods. And I think that's because 
obviously there's huge pressure in our societies, advertising pressure um, for us to purchase these goods as opposed to focusing on our health. And well, I, I got, hope that I, I got a that solution can, for that. Yeah. Yeah. Stop watching TV. Yeah, exactly. The income reducer, that's what I call it, the TV. <laughs> the income reducer. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you just sit there all day, and, watch, and the longer you watch it, the more things you supposedly have to buy. I mean, it's fascinating. The psychology behind um, you know, sales and marketing and getting us, you know, scaring us into buying things we don't need is fascinating, and we really need to tune out of that. And That's one thing I've noticed myself watching far less TV these days and, and, and laughing in the face of, of um, mainstream advertising. And I think uh, if we can all put on our, our you know, critical thinkers' hats as we cruise through our lives, we can you know, arm ourselves against these companies trying to sell us on things that, that we don't need, that don't support us and don't help us live our life to our highest values. And that's the, that's the underlying message I want to get through with the film and we, we really hope it's being received that way. And, and judging by the the feedback we're getting so far, it's been fantastic. It's really great. Well, it should be getting uh, great feedback because it's, it's a great film. And uh, I hope to see you at the Raw Spirit Festival. Look me up. I'll be, having my, I'll be wearing my T-shirt, Raw Rockin' Radio. And, I forgot the name of my show. <laughs> fantastic. That's great. We look forward to being there, definitely. Oh, yay. How cool is that? I get to meet all the people I've interviewed <laughs> live and in person. Thank you so much, James, for taking the time and for calling all in all the way from Australia. You're welcome, Rebel. It's really great to speak with you, and uh, thanks for taking the time to interview us and, and for helping us promote our film. It's really, it's really, um, it's, it's well received, and it's, it's a huge debt of gratitude owed to you. Oh, you're very welcome. I, I'm, I appreciate you sending the film to me so I could look at it and share it with others. Um, www.foodmatters.tv Please feel free to go to rockinradio.com, purchase the DVD Food Matters, visit our links to support this program. If you would like to advertise on or sponsor this program, please contact me at spillyourbeans at rockinradio.com My engineer is Bo Astrup, I'm Revel Revity saying, remember to revel in life and always play with your food. Bye for now. Bye for now.